0: Welcome back Anthology Enthusiasts, my name is Coach and on this episode of Card Anthology, we're going to take a look back at the expansion set that followed Urza's Destiny. If you remember from the last few episodes, the Urza block was one of the most broken blocks in all of Magic's history. To combat this problem, Wizards of the Coast decided to dial back the power just as they had in the early days of Magic when they released the expansion, The Dark. This led to the underpowered sets that would follow the Urza block soon after. So with that in mind, here's the expansion set known as Mercadian Mask. Mercadian Mask was released on October 4th of 1999. This is the first large set of the Mercadian block and had the set symbol as the mask to symbolize the deception, intrigue, and double dealings involved with the storyline. This was also the first large expansion to incorporate the sixth edition rules, which included the now famous stack system. The design team was led by Mike Elliot, along with other designers such as Bill Rose and Mark Rosewater, with the development team being led by Henry Stern and other developers such as Mike Elliot, Robert Kuchera, William Jockis, and Mark Rosewater. Dana Nutson and Ron Spears would be the art directors for Mercadian Mass, with other contributions coming from Beth Merson and Charlie Tincano. For mechanics, there were the rebel and mercenary creatures that had the ability to typically look through a controller's library and recruit a specific creature type into play. Cards such as Katerin Overlord and Ramosian Sky Marshal would fit the bill for this mechanic. You also had creatures that could have their ability be used by any player. The cards associated with this were Flailing Manticore and Squallmonger. There were 350 total cards in this set, 110 commons, 110 uncommons, 110 rares, and 20 basic lands. The cards were sold in 15 card boosters, 75 card tournament decks, along with the fat pack being introduced. The fat pack at the time contained 3 booster packs, 1 tournament pack, 2 premium cards, an issue of the Mercadian Mask Top Deck Magazine, and the Mercadian Mask Novel. This was also the first time that the boosters would have random foil lands. Along with that, you had the four theme decks, the Red-Green Deepwood Menace, the Black-Red Disruptor, the White Rebel's Call, and the White and Blue Tidal Mastery. The story of Mercadian Mass continues the adventure of the Weatherlight Crew. The Weatherlight Crew ends up crashing on a brand new plane, and the crew would end up getting captured by one of the inhabitants, the Chorarim. Over time, however, the Weatherlight crew would end up assisting the Cho'arim against the greedy Mercadians in order to escape the Plane. There were a total of 19 cycles within the Mercadian Mask expansion. Four of these cycles were spell shapers, which are creatures that had repeatable activated abilities that mimicked classic spells and turned useless cards into something that could be used. The common rarity spell shapers were cards like Charm Peddler and Undertaker, Uncommon spell shapers such as Hammer Mage and Silverglade Pathfinder, the Alpha Spellshapers with cards like Bok Witch that could essentially act as Dark Ritual, along with Devout Witness that could play like Disenchant, and the rare Spellshapers that had cards like Overtaker and Notorious Assassin. You also had the other spell shapers, Instigator and Deepwood Elder, but were technically not part of the cycle and had unusual abilities at the time. Another cycle were the Ability Walls, which had Defender and a Tap ability. Cards such as Wall of Distortion and Vine Trellis were part of the cycle with the latter card seeing the most play for its mana ramping ability. Other cycles of the expansion were the Legates, the Mongers, the Unwilling Creatures, Color Hate Spells, Instruments, Flailing Creatures, Richadon Pirates, along with both Katerin and Ramosian Recruiters. The land cycles were the Depletion Lands and the Storage Lands. The Depletion Lands were Remote Farm, Sprasses Ant Scary, Peat Bog, Sandstone Needle and Hickory Wood Lot, while the storage lands were Fountain of Cho, Spracesand Cove, Subterranean Hangar, Mercadian Bazaar, and Rushwood Grove. The last three cycles were the alternate casting cost spells, the Ramos artifacts, and the rare pitch spells. The alternate casting cost spells were Orom's Cure, Ramosian Rally, Gush, Tidal Boar, Thwart, Rouse, Snuff Out, Del Rike, Crash, Thunderclap, Pulverize, Invigorate, and Land Grant. The Ramos artifacts were the Tooth of Ramos, the Eye of Ramos, Skull of Ramos, Heart of Ramos, and Horn of Ramos. And lastly for the cycles were the rare pitch spells that consisted of Reverent Mantra, Misdirection, Unmasked, cave in, and Vine Dryad. There were 21 true reprints and 17 functional reprints part of the Mercadian expansion. True reprints included cards such as Energy Flux, which was last seen in 5th edition, False Demise, which was last seen in Alliances, Afterlife which was last seen in the Mirage expansion, Venomous Breath which was also printed earlier in Ice Age, and Counterspell and Dark Ritual which were both staple cards and both of these cards would have its last printing within this expansion. Functional reprints also included Rampart Crawler, which acted as Bograts from 6th edition, Skulking Fugitive, which played like Tar Pit Warrior from Visions, Cloud Sprite, which functioned like Cloud Pirates from the first Portal set, and Steadfast Guard, which played the same as Alaborn Grenadier from Portal 2nd Age. The notable cards of Mercadian Mask were cards such as Waterfront Bouncer, which is a blue creature that had card removal potential and also some card draw advantage, This card was also included in some controversy with the Grand Creature Type update of 2007 due to the complications with assigning this card a race or creature type. Ramosian Sky Marshal was a creature that had the strongest recruitability for Rebels and could search for any Rebel card and put it into play. You also had Catarin Overlord, which did the same thing except with the Mercenary Creature Type. Story Circle was a card that could protect a player from damage of colored sources, while the card Arrest, which was used in many white decks at the time, acted as a more powerful version of pacifism. Collective Unconscious gave Aggro decks a way to get card advantage, Diplomatic Immunity gave a single creature shroud, Misdirection to change the target of a spell to a single target, and was also a pitch card, Susang was able to shuffle your library and look at X cards along with putting them in any order that you wanted, and Chomano Revolutionary, which was a creature that essentially could not take damage. Other notable inclusions were Fountain Watch to give all of a player's artifacts Shroud, while Ivory Mask gave the actual player the Shroud ability. The last notable cards were cards like Squeak Goblin Nabob, which was used in standard creature sacrifice mechanics due to this card coming back to the hand every upkeep. Magistrate Scepter, which was used in many combo decks and was used to get an extra turn. This also worked well with the card's Energy Chamber, Core Tapper, and Doubling Seasons to gain more charge counters, and in rare cases, to where a player could get an infinite amount of turns. The card Bribery was used to take control of an opponent's key creature and is widely used in EDH, Legacy, and Vintage formats, and Rishadan Port, which was used in a variety of decks to prevent an opponent from using key lands. This land card was so useful at the time that it was used in both the first place and second place tinker decks at the Brussels World Championships in 2000. Both decks ran four copies. So that is all you need to know about this episode over Mercadian Mask. Make sure you like the video and click on that subscribe button for more videos such as this one. Also follow us on Twitter and the MTG Amino app for more info about the channel and future updates. We would also like to thank the store Titan Moon Comics out of Cedar Park, Texas for sending us this picture and supporting our channel. Please follow them on Twitter and make sure you visit the store if you are in the Cedar Park area. Our next episode will be over Nemesis, so be on the lookout for that episode soon. This is Coach signing out and we will see you guys next time.